He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This week, the people that make the local stuff for our screens, big and small, gathered for the annual conference of their umbrella group, Screen Producers NZ, still known better in the industry by the historic acronym SPADA. As usual, it kicked off with the memorial lecture, which honours the pioneering local movie maker John O'Shea, a champion of the local film industry for decades, starting in the days when film was the only screen industry here. Now this year, Sparta did something different with the lecture. TVNZ's John Campbell conducted a sit-down interview with James Cameron, the Hollywood titan who made Titanic, Terminator, Avatar, and who now works and lives here at least part of the time. On the stage in Wellington on Thursday, John Campbell put what he called the standard Kiwi cultural cringe question for famous foreigners to James Cameron. What do you make of the place? No, I, I, I love being a Wellingtonian, and, and I love telling all my pals back in, in the States that it's the windiest city in the world. Really no shit, the windiest city in the world. They don't, they don't really believe it. And when he revealed at the event that he planned to become a New Zealand citizen next year, the news was rushed onto the New Zealand Herald website as urgent news, though the headline that quoted James Cameron as saying... I love being a Wellingtonian, might have miffed people across in Wairarapa, where Cameron has owned a lot of land and homes for some time now. James Cameron only had good things to say about filmmaking facilities and talent here in New Zealand, but he also warned it's not cheap to film here and we're in competition with countries like faraway Croatia. And that pointed to the key issue for the local screen producers this year, how to find the finances to make their content. James Cameron, whose first film was just 15 minutes long and funded by a local dentist, said that the screen production rebate that productions can claim here, including his own smash hit Avatar, was critical. Government believed at that time in the rebate program. The uplift was proposed, and so we were able to turn around to the studio, which was about to commit to very, very large funding stream over time and say, we, can, we think we can get the 25%. Now this scheme means that international productions can get a fifth of their spending back, and New Zealand-made films can get two-fifths. Other countries offer similar incentives too, but what often amounts to tax breaks for hugely profitable offshore movie studios have been controversial in the past here, not least when Amazon Prime got a $100 million boost to film the Lord of the Rings TV series here, even though that wasn't enough to stop it going offshore after just one series. Now James Cameron was prepared for John Campbell raising that issue last Thursday. He had a long list of things that his productions had bought and paid for, including several hundred Air New Zealand flights. Now, New Zealand screen producers can also get money from the public purse in the form of money dispensed by funding agencies like the New Zealand Film Commission, NZ On Air and the Māori Broadcasting Funding Agency, Tamangai Pāho. But at their annual due this week, the Screen Producers Guild, SPADA, launched a bold bid for a whole new source of revenue. As part of a campaign it called Love Local, SPADA has urged the government to levy the New Zealand income of international streaming platforms like Netflix, Disney, Amazon and Apple and funnel that into those public funding agencies. So at the SPADA conference this week, I asked the President Irene Gardner if she really thought the incoming government was likely to tax the titans of tech on their behalf to create yet another source of finance for them. 
Internationally, some territories are going for quotas, some are going for levies, some are going for a mixture of both. This is a global thing. Everyone is looking at this issue at the moment. And so, yeah, as we get a new government coming in, it would be great if we could really take a serious look at how best to do this for New Zealand. And would you be doing this if the likes of Disney Plus or Netflix, Amazon Prime actually had more New Zealand content, either you know they bought it to put on the platform or they were actually making original productions as Netflix does in other comparable countries. If they were doing that, would you not be asking for this? That's a really good question. Netflix, Disney, Amazon, Apple, that's the big ones, have been pretty slow off the mark in terms of New Zealand commissions. There have been a couple, but it's been really small. Uh, and they have, they've also bought some shows, but it, it's been a really slow start. If that were to change and they were to come to us and say, hey, actually, rather than this levy situation, how about we just say that every year we will commission three or four significant New Zealand productions, that could change things. And see, that would be, in effect, I guess, a voluntary quota which would get around the thing of that we can't uh, legislate with a quota. Yeah, I, I think that possibly could change the complexion of it. Well, in the absence of that, you want the new government to, at the very least, think about this, so you've put the idea on the table. But in the past, national governments haven't really wanted to get involved too much in, in broadcasting. They're happy for commercial broadcasters, like Sky, for example, to take risks and build up their market. They haven't wanted to penalise them for that or, or tax them in any way. In a separate area with journalism, the outgoing government had a bill to effectively force the likes of Google and Meta to pay for journalism. In principle, this new government said, no, we don't want to tax these companies. It's the, the words the broadcasting media spokesperson used. So do you think a national-led government is really going to be sympathetic to what you're suggesting? I'm actually quite hopeful that they will be, because this is a business initiative. You know, we're not asking the government for money. We're asking the government to do some work which would result in some new money coming into the industry. And, you know, you can talk about things about, well, you know, it's a free market and protectionism and all that. But it hasn't really been a fair playing field because the international stream is working in the New Zealand screen industry, taking, you know, viewership in the New Zealand screen industry, making money. They're not really contributing anything. They're not regulated in any way. They're not paying tax. And they actually use New Zealand broadband infrastructure, which was, you know, funded by, partially, by taxpayers. By yeah, it was, a, it was a national infrastructure rollout, like just like the launch of, say, digital television, for example. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I do feel quite hopeful with the new government. New Zealand First have something about the streamers and their policy. Uh, I think they've left it a little open in terms of whether it would be a quota or whether it would be a levy. And so, you know, they're going to be in there. We shall see. One thing that didn't happen with the previous government was they had plans for a public media organisation. That would have involved a complete rejig of New Zealand on air's budget. So some of the money for, say, television production specifically would go to the new organisation that Television New Zealand would have been subsumed into, then that's not happening, so they had to flip the New Zealand on air budget back, so I guess they're working through a new strategy here. We'll hear about it at this um, event. Um, are you concerned that for local producers they can't really know what to expect or how much there'll be in the contestable pot that'll go to the kind of productions they make? One of the sad things, I think, about when the ANZPM initiative ended up not happening was that there had been money earmarked 
But there was a kind of a greater tranche of money that sort of seemed to just go back into the general take. And of course, the economy's tightened up quite a bit since then. And so as a Producers Guild, we would always be lobbying for strong funding for our three main funding agencies, the Film Commission, NZ On Air and Mangai Pao. But we also have to be realistic, you know, in terms of the economic climate. I would hope that perhaps that 10 million that came into NZ On Air at the fallout of ANZPM as a one-off, that that could become a regular baseline for, from now on. So, yeah, we will be talking a little bit in that area as well, just to see if, if there's anything that can be done. You know, we appreciate it's tough times. And if you got, say, this extra revenue stream that you hope for from the streaming platforms, the likes of Netflix, Apple, etc., that the idea would be that that would go to the existing funding agencies, for example, New Zealand Film Commission uh, for movie, movie and film projects, New Zealand On Air for broadcast and um, online initiatives, and Tamangai Pāho for Māori-specific uh, content. That's what we're putting forward as Sparta. We're putting forward that uh, the percentage levy on the big streamers, that money is then channeled back into local production via our three main funding agencies, because that would seem the simplest way to do it. If at the end of all of that, if we can't get government to even try, and I think that's unlikely, you know, I, I would actually try to go directly to the streamers and say, hey, you're actually a part of this this industry, whether you think you are or not, you're a part of this ecosystem and you need to play, play fair, so why don't you commission X number of New Zealand shows each year? You know, so I'd approach it a slightly different way if we had to do it ourselves. Well, they, they must have been asked that question already, right? I mean... Well, there's asking and there's asking. I don't think they've ever been asked it in a really targeted, formal way. I think that's kind of at heart. That's the point. But wouldn't they just say, sorry to be awkward, but wouldn't they just say, look, our algorithms, you know, you watch this, you will enjoy this. If they don't do that and turn up, oh, yeah, we want to see New Zealand or local productions in that market. If they're not showing that, then they've got no incentive to do that. And they say, well, nice idea, but, yeah, make me. They they wouldn't want to do it. But I don't think... That would be a very fair argument because you can't argue that something's not coming up in an algorithm if it's not there. And so they need to try a few. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I, think, I think I could argue those things and would be prepared to try. But the first step is definitely government and regulation of some talk. I mean, this is happening all around the world and we're a little bit slow off the mark. So I think we just need to really get that grunty piece of work done in terms of, well, how could we tackle this? Um, there's another source of funding which was mentioned at the event, which was the rebate. Even had James Cameron talk about production. Yes. So this is bigger film and television productions. Yes. Some of the spending can be effectively, it's like a tax break. You get, you get your money back uh, for money you spend. Um, yeah, James Cameron had a long list of <laughs> spending on various projects to show that this was money that wouldn't be spent here, investment that wouldn't be made. That screen rebate fund, it has been extended over the years to become more available, hasn't it, for bigger uh, we've productions? We've had the screen production rebate for nearly 10 years now, and, yeah, our percentage for international is they is 20% back and for domestic is 40 And as James Cameron was saying, you can sometimes get 25% as an international if you meet certain criteria. We are in about the mid-range in terms of our international competitiveness on um, the international side of things. You mean the percentage that you get back? Yeah. yeah. The screen production rebate is incredibly important to the screen industry. It's it's basically been what's changed everything over the last few years and made us a much more grown-up industry, you know, doing shows for the world, doing co-pros, selling. It's really 
put that lifeblood in. It's also made us a popular destination for international productions working here. But I guess the thing that we try to balance um, at Sparta is you've got to have a strong domestic industry to keep feeding the international industry and vice versa. They sort of need and feed each other. And so if you can get domestic a little bit stronger, it kind of tides us along when we have rough patches like the Hollywood strikes or whatever that take out international for a while. But, but all, it's also kind of politically tricky, isn't it? Because you got, it's a rebate, let's call it a kind of tax break. Then there's public funding for Film Commission, New Zealand, Onia, Tamangai Paho as well. And you want to add to that with the Love Local campaign, this element of taxing the stream, a third, another element of tax. I mean, not many industries get to have three streams of funding, yeah. whether they're domestic or you know, exporting as well. I see those as quite separate things because the money that's coming through from the Film Commission, um, Tamangai Pao and NZ on Air, that's actually for public media content. You know, that isn't for commercial content. So that's the public media, public good part of our industry, uh, which is the same as, you know, the work that Whakata Māori or RNZ does in New Zealand. And actually, if you add up all of New Zealand's public media spend and the way we do it, it's really low compared to most countries who you know, often have a full public media, TV channel, etc., etc. I sort of see that as a different thing. That's a public good thing. And also, of course, all those shows are getting made for people in New Zealand to watch them. They're getting those shows for free. Well, they're not. They're getting them for paying their tax. And they're for all kinds of, um, you know, niche audiences and all of that. So I kind of see that as a separate thing. The rebate is much more of a business incentive. And yes, occasionally people do look at only the line where the money goes out and they kind of go, oh, why is the screen industry getting that money? But it really is a, you know, you spend this enormous amount of money and in return you get given back this very small amount of money. So for the New Zealand economy, it absolutely is a winner. You know, like it's, it's millions of dollars. So you say other industries that. couldn't really offer that um, on a project? No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, gaming are about to. Gaming, gaming have just got the rebate and they'll do really well, I think. As New Zealand gaming um, companies are doing really well internationally and I think will continue to do so and I think the rebate will be a big help. So, yeah, I mean, there are different things like that with different industries. I think ours adds up financially. That was Irene Gardner, the president of the Screen Producers Guild, also known as SPARTA, talking to me at its annual conference in Wellington earlier this week about its bid to persuade the incoming government to sting the global streaming platforms to fund local screen productions.